Hello, my fans, friends. Welcome to the Rich Terring podcast feed, powered by ACAS Plus. Thanks to everyone who's come to see the Can I Have My Ball Back tour so far. It's been going really well. I've got a four-star review in The Standard, four-star review in The Telegraph, who once called me the worst comedy experience of the year, so that's a turnaround. Uh, people have been coming, people have really been enjoying it, and it's getting better and better. The only gigs this week are both in Pocklington, the town I was born in, near York. Uh, there's a couple of tickets left for the evening show and a few more tickets left for the matinee, I think about 4.30. But love to see you there, Yorkshire. Pop along, check richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs to see if I'm coming near to you. There are tickets left for nearly every show in the tour. I think Norwich has sold out. Uh, and a couple of gigs in London could do with your support as well. Anyway, please listen to the podcast. Do spread the news about the podcast to your friends. Listen as much as you can. Numbers are slightly down, which may affect the future of this podcast. So just leave it playing, even if you're not in the room. Love you. <laughs> now sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Gentlemen, welcome to Hangar Farm Arts in Totten. Will you please welcome a man who doesn't like horses in the road? It's Richard Herring. But he loves pumpkins. Oh no, that's I can't refer to that. Okay, hello, my fine friends. Ah, oh, welcome to. It's lovely to be back in Totten. Actually, this is the first time I've been here. It's very confusing. <laughs> You're much better than the audience we're going to have in Edinburgh in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Welcome to Richard Herring's Lightning Strikes Twice podcast. Have I never done that one before? That's actually proper. Uh, thank you to that website. Uh, though I was uh, hanging out, I was, went to the Elling Tide Mill experience uh, today. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Which is one of only two things in Totten. And a boy dressed as a Victorian urchin said he called it Rahalastaba. So I don't know if that's going to catch. Don't know if that'll catch on. That's not fair. Totten also has a Morrison's, uh, which is a quite scary place to go at five o'clock on a Saturday evening. I have to tell you, quite a lot of scary people. All the sandwiches had been like like a zombie had been through and just ripped them to pieces. I managed to get an onion bhaji from the deli counter. It was a mistake. That is, I do not, do not recommend. Uh, there may be a restaurant here somewhere. I don't know. It was sort of endless, w- weird streets. Used to be the smallest village. No, the biggest village in England. Uh, I often look at the news in an area uh, just to see what's going on. 
Uh, Totten news. The big news in Totten, as we record this, Totten motorist faces ban for going five miles per hour over limit. That is genuinely... That is genuinely the top story. Has never happened in Totten before. Unbelievable. There's a mountain of unused PPE as well. It was that, that seemed quite a serious story, so... I, I moved on from that. Uh, people here in the room, uh, I just will say that after the show, I, I'm, I'm very, as I said before, I'm very, I will be out in the foyer. I'm very happy to say hello and do selfies and uh, chat with you. I will also be selling uh, mainly my books. You can buy an, another emergency questions books with different emergency questions in. Uh, Would you rather book? Uh, and my, my memoir about, I haven't mentioned, the, I've only got one testicle. I haven't mentioned that. I never mention it. I kind of have my ball back. Problem with men. Uh, there's also some DVDs there as well. Fist of Fun and uh, my last show uh, and Happy Now as well which I've got so many copies of that just make me an offer for Happy Now <laughs> if you still use DVDs if you're at home you can buy those downloads and books from gofasterstripe.com right let's crack on because we have an f- absolutely fabulous uh, guest for you this week uh, he is probably best known I would imagine you're here to see him talk about performing as Dwayne Looney in Hotel Trouble that's why Though, of course, he also did provide the pit commentary on the video game Formula One 2003. It did so well on that, he came back and did the pit commentary on Formula One 2004. That one didn't go as well because he was not invited back. (laughs) Will you please welcome the incredible Colin Holt, ladies and gentlemen. It's Colin Holt. Thank you. It's He's on. here. Oh, I've I got forgot. two drinks. I forgot, got, to bring, I forgot to bring his mic on, which was good because I didn't smash it against the chair. Was... Well Hello, done, Richard. Colin. Hello. Hello. Lovely Hello. to see you. Lovely to see you. Sorry Lovely for creating. To see you all. Uh, what, were you, what were you referencing? The pit was, manager. You did. You played Dwayne Looney in Hotel Trouble. I did. I so... wrote that part with <laughs> hail or pace. I, oh, did didn't, you? I didn't write. <laughs> did, I he didn't have write. A, did he have a moustache? I can't remember which. No. Yeah, that, that, was, that was Pace. Oh, God. I feel so bad. No, it was Hale. No, it was Pace. Was Norm, Norm, Norman Pace. Norman. It was Norman yeah. Pace. Lovely man. He is lovely. Very He's one lovely. of my good friends. I didn't write it with him. No. But he, I wrote it for him. Oh, did you? And I... Well, he, no. He got cast. I wrote a part and he got cast. Right. But I was in it as a, as a footballer. And I'm the worst footballer and know nothing about football. <laughs> but, but I met David Beckham. Wow. Because I, I did a Vodafone advert and he did a selfie with me. Yeah. I mean, you've done... Everything. I've done everything. Including, well, the other thing I mentioned was the, the pit commentary. This is very early on in your career. Yeah, that's right. The, the pit, commentary, pit commentary on Formula One 2003 and 2004. Yep, got £350 each time. That's Man. nice. There what happened in 2005? Didn't want me anymore. No. Didn't want me, but I did. I got quite. Early on in my career, I got quite a lot of jobs. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I'm talking to my, my mum's friends. Um, <laughs> so, hello, everyone. Um, <laughs> I still, do you still feel that every now and again when you do a show? Show that you're doing like a show for your mum's friends. Do you ever get that? No, I feel like I'm doing it for a worldwide audience. I did a lot of shows for my mum's friends. Well, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But uh, I did, sure. I mean, we all have. I did a lot of shows for my mum's friends early on, and that's what led to Formula One. No, right. uh, But but I I used to do, uh, when I I did a lot of training videos when I started out, when I left Manchester um, for like Quicksave and Homebase and stuff like that. But I went into the audition. And I went, uh, and it was my agent at the time, right? I can't remember what, I think they were called KMC. 
they might still be around. But everyone okay. went, KFC. And I was like, no, not, no KMC. But uh, they'd get me, they'd ring me up and like go, well, we got something for you. What is it? It's a training video for quick save. Things are looking up. You're like, okay. Uh, but I, I went in and I, I just sort of did an Alan Partridge impression because I think I was really hungover. I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to do this training video. So I went and I'm like, hi, welcome. So you got a job at quick save. You know what I mean? This kind of thing. And they thought it was amazing. And then... <laughs> And then I did like five years <laughs> of quick save training videos. Wow. Every now and again, I meet someone, they're like, I've seen your training videos. <laughs> I, I go back to the night, I was like, I watch one of you. <laughs> Making quick save people feel, sound very bad here, don't I? Mm. But they're like, I saw you in one of them training videos. And they were, they were so rude to the people working there. There was one right where I was I'm looking in a mirror. And I'm go- I go, it was for new, you've just started at QuickSave. It was like, so you've just started at QuickSave. Like, I did this sort of Alan Partridge voice. <laughs> yeah. one. Take a look in the mirror, right? You might think, you- and I'm looking in a mirror. So the camera's behind me with me in a mirror. I'm like, take a look in the mirror. You might think you look pretty cool. I can remember it all. You might think you look pretty cool because your girlfriend likes your new nose ring. <laughs> <laughs> Or your boyfriend, boyfriend thinks, uh, what is it, thinks purple hair is cool these days or whatever. <laughs> that I turn round to the camera, right? So I'm in talk, saying that in the mirror. I turn round to the camera and I go, take another look. <laughs> <laughs> it was so aggressive and mean. And, you must... and it was like, if you want to look like a, do you know what I mean? Was, if you want to look like a punk. <laughs> but, <laughs> people are turning away from quicksave in droves because of the, you know, it's really like arrogant, like, not arrogant, but like, Aggressively yeah. telling them off. And you, this is 2000, and this is the early 2000s when I met you, and you yeah. looked like a tiny child. I, so, well, I was a child. So, yeah. so doing that, out. so a, a tiny child saying that to someone must have looked amazing. Yeah, I know, but that was funny because actually, actually I was like literally wearing like shirt, like a shirt and tie and a blazer. That, do you know what I mean? Like looking like this, this, but talking in this kind of like, hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, that was it. When a customer walks in, say hello. It was like that. <laughs> It was a, say hello, good morning, or a grunt, if that's all you can manage. It was so horrible. <laughs> Fucking, but fun days. And I was in like 500 pounds a time. I was like, amazing. this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just left you. You could have uh, just university. done that your whole life. Imagine I just. Saw, whole, I yeah. miss it. It was yeah. fun. We'll get you back. Well, this will get I, you back. Yeah. You also, so quick, so. I was a very big fish in that pond. <laughs> 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 they were like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. I just turn it on. And, you know. <laughs> Well, I, anyway. I can tell you when I first met you, I can tell mm-hmm. you the date, because I wrote about you in my long-running blog. It was the 1st of August, 2004. Yeah. It was the beginning of the Edinburgh of that uh, year. And what Did I wrote you write it, it this day, that day? Yeah, I wrote, it, I wrote it. Well, I usually write the next day or the evening. Sure, but yeah. Sure. So sure. this was current. This is what I said. I, a young, so I met Fergus, Colin and Fergus, which was your double act at the time. Yep. A young double act with fresh and similar faces <laughs> who I... <laughs> Who I scared with stories of Edinburgh debt. Oh, fuck. Do you remember that? Do you remember scaring us? Yeah. Well, uh, Fergus told me about uh, Fergus was on talking about his book, and he, that was on what here? he, on my, on my oh, book version, on the oh, book okay, version of this podcast. He didn't get on the big, he, he hasn't been on the big, don't worry, okay. Colin. Sure, sure, sure. He hasn't been on the big. And, uh, I mean, no, he did, he, I wouldn't get him to come yeah, yeah, to Totten. Yeah, no, I have no, some no, respect no, for him. But he, he, rem- he, he remembered come. this. He, he, rem- he talked about us. Right. And what, that you were his... fresh-faced and looking forward to Edinburgh. We and went, uh, we and went I told out. you how much you were going to lose. And you, you Did he was... tell you we went out and sort of... I just remember hugging in the street <laughs> afterwards because we were so upset. What I love is how much glee I have. In I re- my oh, my God. No, but it was like... Um, 
Well, we were so excited to meet you, I guess, you know, because mm. you, were, you, were, you were a big, big star and inspiration to us and all that. We were but children, as you say, and, and then you sort of told us uh, how, how much debt we were going to get <laughs> and how... Uh, I, I always remember, you were sat on the sofa. I think you were having a bad day, <laughs> with hindsight. Your show that year was about depression and stuff, yeah, I wasn't think so, it? Yeah. I think it sort of ended... Yeah, it was, was the Hercules one, was I it? I think it was the Hercules one. <laughs> it was yeah. wonderful. Thank you. It was a difficult year. It was a difficult sure. year. Sure. But uh, so, um, yeah, I th- in my mind, you're in your pants. <laughs> it's a bit like, do you know that scene in La Haine? And they sort of copied it in, um, in Boogie Nights right. with Alfred Molina, where they go around to get drugs. And yeah. There's a guy in like a dressing gown in his pants. He yeah. pulls out a gun and starts firing around. That's what it was like. That was, yeah. But with Richard Herring. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> But no, we were, yeah, we were very excited. And um, it just, I remember you just, you were just, all right, yeah, come in, you know. And like, so you're doing this, you're doing this old thing, are you? <laughs> it was very like, so you think a double act's going to work, do you? You know, it was very like that. Wow. But you know, but I remember you walked out in your pants. In my mind, you're in your pants. <laughs> I probably but I was. do remember things differently and just went, uh, you said something like, <laughs> we never made any money and we did really well. <laughs> 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 it was so mean. But we became more friends after we that. We did. Although I, 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 I called you Fergus or Colin all yeah. the way through, both Which of you. Which was hilarious. It was hilarious. So it's very rude of very me. Very dad hilarious. But also, we'll get this out of the it's way and then dad. we can move on. Yeah. Um, there was a part, There was an incident with a pan. Yeah. And I don't really remember the details anymore, but it's become a slight legend and it's been mentioned in the podcast. So there was, a really? po- there was a porridge pan. Yeah. I didn't write about it in my blog. I'm surprised about okay. it. And I got fed up of washing up your porridge pan. Yeah, I think yeah. it was your porridge pan. It was me. It was so I left it, it to see how long it would take before you washed it up. Uh-huh. Uh, and you never... Eventually, <laughs> after two weeks, Chris Addison just washed it up. Because it was... <laughs> But you know, do you know now that I've got, I've discovered I've got ADHD. I so do, so that I, I is d- a hate crime. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I did realise. I did, I did realise that I'm getting today. a lot of scores settled. <laughs> but also, I, I grew up with and no sense of things getting done. I grew up in abs- yeah. without getting heavy straight away. You yeah. Know, you know the whole attachment theory thing with yeah. What is it? Avoidant and ambivalent, and then one which is just fucked and just chaotic yeah. and we were quite like that right and i know that's not an excuse but it just would have never occurred to me it no. just wouldn't have also it was scrambled eggs though but i can I remember that <laughs> that's, but i can't remember to wash it up but i can remember 20 years later that it was scrambled eggs not porridge right yeah well, that makes sense that's even um, worse in a way but i've always felt bad very bad because years later you know when you get those fucking and i don't know if you ever read it but you get those kind of like what's your maddest edinburgh story do you know what I mean? Yeah. What's the maddest thing? And I put a sort of like, oh, Richard Herring always bangs on about <laughs> that fucking thing. But actually, he like made us really depressed. <laughs> so. But then I felt really bad because I was like, yeah, but he was probably not very happy at the time. And like, I just, I do that a lot where someone does like jokey thing and I do yeah. like, yeah, really depressing thing. <laughs> I guess it's the quick save guy, you know, yeah, take be. another look. You know. I think it was, it, it sounds like I was, I mean, like it's funny because in, in the blog, I'm like, you know, I made them scared. And like, I'm obviously, yeah. I think I always thought it was funny to do it. I don't think I'd really scared you, I guess. But I think I might have been taking the piss, to be honest. I don't know. I think, I think it was, um, was it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a really nice year. Yeah. That was our first year and it went great, you know. I think eventually you came back and went, yeah, I saw your show last night. <laughs> <laughs> but you said, yeah, it was very good. You it was good. Nice I watched, there was a, there's an and old... we ed- lived together the next year, didn't we? I think so, yeah. Fuck, you know, with the ADHD, you just forget these things. It's I mean, like- I, I, there's some people, there's some Edinburgh 
you know, people that I forget I've lived with at all. Yeah, so, you know, and they go, enough, oh, remember yeah, Edinburgh yeah. we lived together? Yeah, yeah. Because oh, uh, yeah. it is like a, yeah, a bit of a cavalcade. There was one There was one flat we lived in where the outdoor, I think it might be that first one, yeah. where you could just push the door downstairs and, and you didn't need the key. You could just, just get in. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, happy days. Um, but yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, I watched What's, you on... Chris Addison, I remember. Was lovely. Lovely. A lot of fun. Bought... On, on the opposite side, turned up with a, a DVD player. And, he, and I went, wow, it's a DVD player. That's how long ago it was, 20 years ago. And he went, um, yeah, I just bought it. I'll probably give it away at the end. And I was like, wow, you're so cool. Oh, my God. And also, he, he showed us the first ever um, uh, pilot of The Thick of It. Do you mm. remember that? And mm. it was genuinely, like, utterly amazing. It yeah. was like, I've never seen anything like this. It was a real kind of, just when you've seen yeah. something... I was just sitting yeah. in my pants. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> so I did, I yeah. And then I watched grumpy. your show afterwards. Like, oh. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was very good. No. Well, I watched Labors you on Edinburgh Hercules. and Beyond. You did, do you remember doing Edinburgh and Beyond? That's just, With Al so, Murray? No, yeah, Al Murray was hosting yeah. it and you guys were doing, yeah. you were closing the show and it was yeah. a very funny. Oh, really? Again, yeah. it was like a sketch about a you know, uh, uh, drama class, yeah, which yeah. could be like, oh, this Pe- could Peter be... Peter and Sarah, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. could be... Could be obvious. Could be bad, but it's it's very good. So check that out. Nice to see. Is there more? Is there another? It makes me sad to think about it. Does it? Yeah. Does it make you sad sometimes? It's sort of weird how long ago it was. But I mean, like the double act thing of like I don't know, just like oh, that was really good and great. But then you get to a point where you can't go back. Yeah, it makes Uh, me sad. I'm happy what I do. Not because I want to go back, just because it makes me. (laughs) Well, I don't really want to go back because then when you do try, sometimes you're immediately like. I think about eight years ago, we sort of started writing a thing together and we lasted about an hour. Yeah. And it just, it wasn't like, we never like fighting or anything. It was just like, oh, I remember why, you know. Yeah. It's, di- you know, it's man, just, it's difficult. I've done a few double acts and it's difficult to keep them. I'm yeah. sort of amazed by any, the double acts that are lifelong and everyone, and both people are still friends and seem to have oh, never, yeah, yeah. never had a crossword. I can't really understand because I think you need a little bit of. Like Vic and Bob or something. Yeah, so, Vic and Bob are pre- so in love. They seem now, pretty good. So, I mean, yeah. French and Saunders genuinely yeah. seem like the best friends in the world. Um, yeah. So fuckers, I know, <laughs> and they and they're really successful. But I I feel like I failed that in some ways. Right, I and mean, this is me putting. God, is it all right if you guys go? <laughs> um, no, no, <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? Like I I should have. I guess it's just a thing I do to myself. Like I should have somehow maintained the friendship. Do you know what I mean? Or, or yeah, been better, you, or somehow it's so. Been but you were twat. But you was, I no, I think. Well, yeah. everyone's a twat, and everyone's you know everyone's. A, and not bullying and bullied in a written in any relationship like that, I think. So yeah. you, you will make mistakes. Um, and you know, it's very rare. There's so many, I guess, that I'd even by that stage, I, you know, I'd have been going to Edinburgh 15 years at that point, and I'd have seen so many young double acts yeah, coming through yeah. and know that most of them implode and, yeah. <laughs> and go wrong. And you know, but but you know, equally, you've both gone on to do extremely yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your fun. career, your career is um, like quite astonishing when you look, you've been in like nearly everything really yeah i mean you, uh, you, well, you're in quite a few things oh, well look I'll, i haven't I'll, been I'll, in coronation street oh well that's the still to, I've, I've put you quick save home base <laughs> game you've brought, look, you like it seems like if someone's got a sketch show and not often not a very good sketch show yeah uh, they want every, someone to every <laughs> forgotten sketch show you can imagine yeah yeah you were in uh i'm not saying these weren't good but no. they weren't yeah. williams and friend you were in Walliams and Friend. I was in for like 20 seconds. Well, that's you in it. Al Murray's personality disorder. Where Al that Murray... was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it really was. I didn't, it didn't work, I no. suppose. But it was... But Al was... I mean, you know Al well. I really, do. And it, he was a lovely friendship. He is. He's a lovely boy. Uh, Emily, the Emily A. Tack show you're in? 
Yes, again. That's another sketch show. But then, uh, sorry, no, Emily Atak, very good as well. Uh, I was going, but then some good ones. Uh, Murder and Successville, where you were Piers Morgan. Yeah, did that's you? Good fun. Did you, um, I mean, I saw all of Murder and Successful. Um, so, but did you go for, sometimes you go for the, the bang on impression, sometimes they go for no, nothing like... No, I don't like... think I'm that good an impressionist. No. There are people like Luke Kempner on it who's just astonishing. Yeah. And I, but I saw I was generally just doing a stupid take on it. But that one, they gave me like... Um, What's it called? Where they put stuff on your face? Prosthetics. Prosthetics. <laughs> no, they just rub shit on my face. <laughs> uh, but it was, uh, they gave me like a chin, right. like sort of no chin. It just looked hideous and in no way like Piers Morgan. Right. <laughs> so it was just like a weird looking man. But uh, the, I was like a super villain in that. So I just played it, like just did a posh voice, but played it like Lex yeah. Luthor or whatever, you know. That but was I great. didn't try to nail it because it, I just, I'm, I don't really quite, I could do it in McKellen very well, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I, but that's about it. Right. But it's a great show. That was a fantastic show. It was quite an improvised show, right? Yeah. You had to, you had to work around the, the celebrities. and Yeah, quite terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a really good show. Oh, it's great fun. Uh, I mean, Tom in, Davis kind of makes it, of course. Yeah, Tom Davis is amazing. So but you've also been in Ghost, Red Dwarf, ben, Benidorm, Alan Partridge. I mean, it's everything. Yes. It's incredible. And, it's oh, nice, and all it? the Ricky Gervais things you're in, all the... Yeah, yeah. Ricky, I won't watch them on principle, but they fair are... Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> watch my... There is a clip of my... Bloopers, just yes. go for that. Okay, I'll watch that. If you must. No, no, no. Well, they, they, yeah, I mean, to be honest, working with Ricky Gervais is, is the most fun. Because yeah. it's like, he, you know, obviously in life, uh, as an actor, uh, not in life, but as an actor or a writer or a comedian, you've got to get through gatekeepers all the time, haven't you? You're always trying to convince people yeah. you're, there's something about you or there's a worth getting me in. And he's just like, you're really funny and you can improvise stuff. Just go. Do you know what I mean? There's no... Yeah. And, and he's... You know, all those people like Al Murray and so on have, have believed in me, you know, and other people sort of don't see that or whatever. But he's the one who's the most who just 100% gives yeah. me free reign, you know. And I've been told they're like the most successful sitcoms in the world by Ricky Gervais on Twitter. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Constant, just yeah. constantly. Nobody, nobody's perfect, <laughs> but, you know, but they are, yeah. Yeah. They, they are. yeah. So do you get um, recognised a lot from, from the... You, you, Quite uh, from those ones. Um, Afterlife, presumably. Think, must... Do you know what, Richard? I'm such a chameleon. I think that's why <laughs> no one recognises me. Because um, I transform so much. You know? A lot of people recognise me from the training videos. But uh, no, <laughs> I, think, but no, I had a thing in, in the Afterlife where I play this very camp sort of Amdram guy. Yeah. You know, which I do yes. anyway. I was basically doing that through the pandemic with my Anna Man character on Zoom. So I was just ready to go. Just yeah. Like, Let's go. Um, I was so much fun, but um, I have seen that clip seen where, that you, bit, where you improvise. There's a bit where I talk about taking it up the ass, <laughs> but I go my choice like that, right? <laughs> Which I really enjoyed doing because it was just. And then that was on the blooper, so quite a lot of people shout that at me <laughs> sometimes. Can you say, but I did, it's a bit weird, isn't it? People go a bit mad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like I remember you talking about this years, or hearing you talk about this, the, the moon on the stick thing, or yeah. whatever. But like. Um, Obviously, don't, but like these guys, came, I was with my kids at a, a pub, and these um, these guys go, "Oh, can you do a video? We love that bit in Afterlife. You know, can you go? My, my dad's your big, biggest fan of that. Can you go? My choice." And I was like, oh. "I was a bit, you know, being a bit betwixt, like, oh, okay, <laughs> if I must, you know, like enjoying it, basically, really lapping it up." Um, it was like mum's friends were back, and uh, and uh, so I did. Oh, my choice, you know, you know. And then we went on this, and then they went, "Oh, thank you," you know, went off, and then I went on this little boat. You could get a boat. It was by this sort of country pub where you could get on a boat and go yeah. up and down with my kids, right? So I took them on this boat, and then they, like, followed us and, like, went on this bridge, and they were, like, going, my choice! <laughs> and I was like, fuck off! And then, but then they all jumped in the river, 
Like, like it sent them mad. Do you yes. know what I mean? They got so excited. Going, and this girl was just going, my choice, my choice, my choice. Like they couldn't remember why or what. Yeah. And I say, stop. Please stop. My yeah. children ain't. <laughs> it must be really weird with it kids. Really it has a good luck. You're like, Daddy, what's happening? <laughs> it doesn't really happen. There was yeah, one anyway, time in, uh, there was one time right. in, like, around, it was a few years after Fistful, and not many years after Fistful. And I was, I've gone to Bath with this girl I was seeing. We're having a restaurant. And then these young kids, I can't remember, I can't even remember all the details of this, but these young kids saw me through the window and were like waving and just messing around. They'd obviously yeah, yeah. recognised me and liked me. But yeah. they got, they then sort of... Obviously ca- liked me. Well, yeah. they liked, they were like, it was sure, like they sure, were, yeah, yeah. it was like they were being fans. Yeah. But then they sort of came into the restaurant. Oh, right, yeah. And they were, and they were still messing around. I don't know, but it feels like a dream, because I'm thinking, why didn't someone tell them they weren't allowed in the restaurant yeah. but they were sort of I sort of ignored nobody's them nobody's coming to save them <laughs> no one came to save me. I ignored them but they were sort of sitting in the restaurant and, met, and barracking me were they ordering food I, just... I can't remember they must have done they must have got okay. a table and then I went to the loo and oh two... no we're just here to see Richard <laughs> <laughs> I went to the loo and two of the men followed me to the loo oh, and so I went into the cubicle and they said oh I hate it when guys are so scared of their tiny penis they have to go in the, the cubicle but I was sort of it was really strange yeah. and then I lost my temper with them and then the other di- I remember a guy said to me oh you were doing really well with that and then you had lost your temper with them going fuck I mean, there were people yeah. bullying me in the yeah, restaurant yeah. why didn't weird, you step in and get them kicked out it was oh, really man. weird but they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they just got they were just it was like lit kids but they just kind yeah. of got overexcited about the idea of the man who'd been on TV four years ago yeah. in a restaurant but also then. also you, you get like that but then the second it's gone you miss it <laughs> <laughs> Like, where are those guys? <laughs> my choice. <laughs> <You know. laughs> it's me, my choice guy. No? Okay, fine. <laughs> you know. Well, it is. Because they forget. They forget very quickly. You've got to keep appearing on the telly. <laughs> That's why I've done all those sketch shows that no one watched. <laughs> But look, they, you know, you've been in. Look, the, the Alan Partridge, Ghost, Red Dwarf, Benidorm. There's, there's fantastic. What's what? What? Um, Ghost is such a great show. I watched that with my daughter, yeah. and it's it's one of those shows that. I mean, I watched it all before when my daughter was younger, and then I'm watching it all again with her, and it's just joyous. Yeah. To watch it, Bamba it looks. Bamba, Bamba Gascoigne. Bamba Gascoigne's house. house. Yeah. 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 He could be a ghost in that. He could. He, he could yes, be. he died. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. I'm not entirely sure who he is. <laughs> oh, but you're too you're oh, too young. Oh, University Challenge You're guy. sweetly yes. too young. I only know who he is because of the young ones. Yeah, Bambi. Yeah. 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 Um, what how, what, anyway, what, what sorry, did Ghost. you do in Ghosts? What you were part of the... I, w- I was in... Uh, I was like an investigator. Right. In, in one, oh, yes, in in one the... episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did a... Car- Basically, my stock characters i've realized as i get older i do two things i do sort of camp <laughs> and go my choice and, and then i do like a nottingham bloke like, uh, <laughs> and that's it okay <laughs> and i could do a sort of alan partridge quick save thing yeah um but well, that's yeah, enough that's, that's all you enough. need that's, that's all you, you need. need one thing really but just get harder the older you get having to go i've got to come up with a new character yeah Oh fuck! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but that was very much the Nottingham bloke. Yeah. It was really, it was very good fun. You know, yeah. filming. They seem like nice oh, people. Wonderful. Really lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really nice. I, I, who are who are they? <laughs> no, 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 all the guys are great. Yeah, yeah really yeah. nice. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And let's talk about Animan, which uh, I've only seen on video. And I thought I was led to. Well, I say that, but I met her backstage here today. Just now. Uh, That's why I've still got my makeup. (laughs) But uh, I was talking to you and I said, You you still do Animan? And you had a dress on. I thought, Oh, yeah, yeah, you probably are. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, you don't like to assume in show business. Yeah. So. Where did where did that I come from that that character and Anna Man? Yeah. So Anna, if, if, if you don't know who that is, anyone? No. Okay, fine. Um, Anna Man is, uh, is 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 an actress character. I started doing. Well, I was in a dressing room, right? So her catchphrase that is say she. So I ask someone, "What's your name?" And they say the name, and I go, "Fuck off! I love it." <laughs> like this. And that was a real woman, an actress who I was doing this job right very early in my career. Yeah. Uh, a, a radio job. And it was a murder mystery, and I was playing like Dorman or something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Agatha Christie is sort of like this way, sir. You know. And um, I, I was there, and and um, all the actors were there. And it's funny in a green room, all the actors just start sort of going. They're all trying to hustle. You sort of realise they're all going. Um, do, do you want me to tell your? Uh, I know um, a director you work with. Do you want me to say your name to him <laughs> and sort of? Do you know, it's all like these yeah. things going on. It was really. There was one guy who just kept using the phone. Um, because I realised it was getting free phone calls, so right. we just like in the dressing room, like so we did about fifty phone calls, just like doing his his bills and stuff, you know. Right. But um, but anyway, this one woman came in and she was just so incredible, and I was reading uh, Crime and Punishment by Dostoevsky, and uh, you've read it, and she walked in and just went. Um, she, she was really like an hour late and like, sorry, I'm late, everyone, fuck, you know, and just like spilling this coffee everywhere and just sort of sat down and she went, oh, what are you reading? What are you reading, darling? And I went, oh, it's Dostoevsky. <laughs> and she went, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, I love it. <laughs> and she went, how old are you, darling? And I was like, oh, uh, whatever, I was at 25, yeah. 25. She went, fuck off. <laughs> I love that. You're wonderful, you know. And, and then from that, I just started being her all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because I was obsessed with her. The one thing she said, which I do use it, I'm sort of becoming her yeah, again that's now. Yeah, good, I like One it. thing she said when she was talking about a thing that was going on, um, that was it. She went to see some Hungarian jazz fusion. Um, <laughs> and she said this line, which I now say when I, uh, uh, at gigs, and she goes, I sat there 
greedy with anticipation. <laughs> a wonderful thing to say. And I just thought it was so beautiful. You know, especially coming from, from, from the Midlands, from Nottingham, you know, and yeah. not, not that it was a terrible place or anything, but, you know, just to hear people just, you know, gorge on language like that and just everything is... And I feel like me as myself, I can be very down on myself, unconfident and stuff, and just... Life itself is just for the living, and it's what, what are you reading? Fuck, I love that. You know what I mean, it's just it's so exciting. Yeah. And then it gave me this. So then, yeah, I've done like multi-character shows, and she just became. Originally, I just had a headband because you know those shows where you're just swapping jackets yeah. or whatever, a headband, and a cardigan, and then um, and then I did like this taster tape for this company, and they gave me make. It never occurred to me to do makeup because I never saw it as drag. Yeah, I don't really get dragging that like I, I like i enjoy watching it you know yeah. but i'm not I, I don't see myself as that community sort of thing it's more a character thing um but i just once i got the makeup and it, it was like that um i remember seeing ian mckellen on um on parky years and years ago and he's talking about lord of the rings yeah and he said we tried on various noses and ears <laughs> and hats and then they put on this nose and i looked in this is for gandalf i looked in the mirror and i went Gandalf? <laughs> it, was like, it was the most wonderful thing I've ever seen. But, is that you? And it was. It yeah. was Gandalf. And then he was Gandalf. I mean, how, imagine living your life like that. Like, comedians are often so cynical and down on stuff. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Even though we're, you know, these wonderful, joyous people. But we're also like, really like, uh, and just to be so... Ri- but anyway, but I did have that moment where I looked in the mirror and had the wig on and the makeup, but it was a real, like, Anna? (laughs) She's here. And then I, um, yeah, was going through, um, yeah, I I, I had a horrible, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of comedians especially, had, like, a horrible depression or realisation of depression from, do you know that book? Uh, Matt Haig, you know Matt Haig? Yeah, yeah. He did Reasons, who's my age and sort of from where I'm from and everything, so it's very good. He did a thing called Reasons to Stay Alive, I think it was called. I mean, it was a really good book. And I wasn't particularly suicidal at the time. I say particularly. I mean, the fact that I say particularly doesn't sound good, does it? But, uh, but it just really hit. And I was like, fuck, I've had depression, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and then, uh, yeah, and then, when was that? 26. And then David Bowie died. And I watched uh, um, We Could Be Heroes. And I just had this sort of, fuck, I've got to, you know, I've got to, you know where he stands in that video with his makeup and he's amazing yeah, and yeah. stuff. And I just thought, fuck, I've got to go and do it. And I was going to do this show about depression with me, just, you know, another comedian talking about depression, you yeah. know, which would have been fine, I think. And then I, I got this makeup, and I just thought, what if Anna's talking about it? So it starts, you know, with her just, like, going, have you ever been depressed? I have. It was fucking shit, you know? And, it's, <laughs> and so I, and I just felt I could talk about it yes. as someone else. Yes, yeah. Uh, and then I became... Over- and it, yeah, yeah. And that's anyway. so, but, I mean, it's because, you know, you've done several shows with, with her. I mean, you did a show called The Death of Anna. Yeah, which, that which, was the last one, yeah. yeah. But she hasn't quite died. Which, did she... Well, uh, I mean, I suppose I've finished the tour and everything, but that, that one's done the best. You yeah. know, it got nominated and all that stuff. Sure. It's been wonderful. But that um, um, in that... Uh, so, yeah, I talk about having ADHD through Anna kind of thing within that, and the idea is she's going to die. She's been diagnosed with this... Uh, this thing, you know, uh, uh, and she goes back over her life, and then it ends. Basically, she says, "I'm leaving him, as in me, to live yeah. my life, and I'm going off." 
it makes me cry thinking about it. <laughs> but it was a very sort of moving, sad ending, you know, the idea that she was actually letting me go free. Yes. That cut to six months later, <laughs> I am skint and... <laughs> Literally begging people to let me do that again, but no, I have started doing stand up as myself. Yes, yeah, so um, it it's, it's really interesting. Which I'm really enjoying. Yeah. I think it's really. Inter- I mean, I, you know, I think it's very valid the way you've done it, and really great the way you've done it to, to discuss those difficult issues through someone else, but it's still yourself. Yeah. And it, that's you know, and it, that is a a great way to communicate those ideas, but also for you to be able to express them. Yeah. But then it is that interesting transition away from you know getting a successful character and decide to move away and trying to be yourself again i think is yeah is a is a difficult gear shift and i felt i've it's getting there now i think it's really working now i'm really excited about it but um what i've had to go through this whole thing where i just felt really this sounds very actory but i really felt naked and raw i felt like raw flesh on stage just talking about my own life and my own self because I, I look at stand-up stand-ups, you know, and I'm always like, yeah. I don't know how you do it because I know why you think you're interesting. <laughs> that sounds very damning, doesn't it? But you've got to be someone who believes their opinions and stuff. You do. You have to be very, you know. But Whereas I, think, I can do that through a character, but yeah. as myself, I'm like, you don't want to hear from me. Yeah, know? and to an extent, I, I was sort of the same. You know, even the, the Lee and Herring Herring was yeah. not really me. It was a character. Yeah. And then it was really difficult for me to 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 shift it you know because it was sort of part in a way Stuart wasn't part of the double act Stuart was always himself really and right and yeah, there yeah. was an element of the double act but he, he was able to just take that and run with it yeah. whereas my character didn't really work on its own and also what well, I didn't want to carry on being that character yeah. oh, so yeah, but then yeah, but then yeah, the yeah. shift to but I still think you know that's the hardest thing as a comedian and you hear Robin Inns talk about this as well but being your authentic self on stage even if it's a, even if it is a character but to be authentic is is the most difficult thing yeah, uh, and I, I was someone who was very much thought I want to be, char- I want to do acting, I want to be a character thing. So yeah. you know, I think eventually I've found now I I've love it. And I, but I, I genuinely had it sounds very actory, but I sat in this lovely pub in Brighton where they have all quotes on the wall, and I was trying to write this stuff. And a lot, you know, I want to talk about a lot of trauma from childhood, but yeah. and all that stuff, but make it funny. I know it sounds a ridiculous comparison, but like Richard Pryor, <laughs> it's like the closest. <laughs> thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In that I want to be able to talk about the darkest, most upsetting, moving things, but in such a way that's really funny and, and silly. Sure. That's, for some reason, I want to do that. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I was sat looking at these quotes, and the quote was from Sappho. Okay. <laughs> he was a Roman poet. I yeah. Think. It was, that which cannot be written must be wept. Right. And I don't know, that just clicked with me, and I was like, fuck it, go out and do it, you know. And then yeah. I went out, and I just started doing these, these gigs, and it wasn't funny. <laughs> um, people were very angry. <laughs> I'm like, why would you talk? But I still get... But, you know, it was... I, I could always camp it up and dick it about. And yeah, yeah. Dick it about. You dick know that it, phrase? I do, you dick it about. Uh, comedian, dick it about. you wouldn't know, but comedians, we like to say, we dick it about. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but the, the, and then, weirdly, now I've got to this point where Anna is sort of coming back in. Again, it sounds yeah. so wanky saying like this, but Anna is coming back in, <laughs> into me. But yeah. it's like... it's. I like to think of it as a bit like Thor Ragnarok, the movie, <laughs> when the hammer gets destroyed and then Odin comes and he goes, the power was in you all along. You know, that's basically what's happening. I think. Yeah. I mean, you've, I you know, you've, got, you've got that, because you trained as an actor and you've done so much acting, yeah. and, you know, and, but you have that discipline mm. to make that, you know, that character is, you know, is so innate in you because you've worked it out and... And because you've spliced yourself in into it, you yeah. know, it's a really interesting to, it's sort of to hear that coming together. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you've met, you've channeled 
yourself through her. Mm. So you have sort of <laughs> slightly become... But I talk uh, about her as if people... I'd be like, uh, oh, yeah, Anna was really good tonight. Um, you know, yeah. uh, almost like jealously, like. And people, <laughs> but that was you. And I go... Yeah, but Anna's really funny, you know. Oh, cool. I'd get annoyed at her for existing. Yeah. I know it sounds mad, but it would get, you know, I'd get a bit like that. That's good. I'm like that with my puppets. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think about your puppets. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, you know, just keep doing it till you're my age. And you'll be, you won't, <laughs> no, won't matter if you're mad. It'll be fine. Let me ask you, it, it's really interesting. I didn't, I, until today, I actually didn't know anything about the ADHD or anything. Oh, so right, I did, yeah. I nearly, I, I wrote down a joke. I thought, oh, no, I better not do that joke now because that's... Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not... Oh, I'm no, not, but it's not exactly, precious. No, I know, but it's, but it's, but it's, it, it's, you know, I, I would never have pegged you as, I guess, because you were just, you know, when I really knew you, you were, you were young and fresh faced. Yeah, and, but you know, I but also, I normally I'm, seem quite calm and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, that's from learning a lot of when you learn when you discover neurodiversity, you sort of discover the, because of the neurodiversity was there, a lot of other things have crept up. You yeah. know, so like depression, all these things can come from repression of that yeah. do you know what I mean so yeah. people think oh yeah but you're not ADHD you're not like blah 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 blah, blah you know yeah. when I am Anna I am I mean I'm being quite like that now yeah. you know and my head's going <laughs> like that all the time okay. you know so it's yeah you I don't, mean it's you, sort of it, you realise it's not always people you think no no and, and I just you know you seem upbeat as you know what I mean you don't yeah. seem like a depressed person but of course that's what depressed people are like yeah, yeah. and, and you know, most comedians I, I, part of the reason I'm not going to Edinburgh this year is because it Last year, I just, you know, it, it just hit me the, the amount of pressure from all those Edinburghs. Like you say, you know, probably yeah. in 2004, I was probably quite depressed. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, well, but there was... you sort of gave advice. I still think of it when I'm writing my shows, genuinely. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But, like, because you say a thing about, at the end, maybe it was just in a preview, but just about, you know, get if you're feeling, you know shit, whatever, yeah. you know, get some help or something. Yeah, maybe, I mean, but, that, but that show was... was better all, than that, you That know. show was really... We were, I, mean, I worked through a depression without really, you know, any outside help. The show helped yeah. me, but I did a lot of mental things in that show. Right. And, and the show came from quite a mental place, and I was quite... Yeah. I was, like, not quite suicidal, right. but I wouldn't have minded if I died at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. you know, yeah. it was... It was um, you know, so... It, and, and I did find... Going through all that stuff, that I did reach a, you know, did reach a, a, a level that I, I, I felt happier with, and it, it was, you know, a lot of things happened through that show that that, that helped me, and, and one of them was to go back to stand up, and one of them was to be more confident about because I dated fifty within fifty days for that show, yeah, and yeah. it made me more confident about the idea of dating people and things like that, you know. So, it, so it was a big show, but I think that year was difficult. But I think Edinburgh, there's so, there's always like a couple of days, and sometimes a couple of weeks. Yeah. Where you're just unhappy. I mean, you're just really oh, destroyed by it. And I th- and I found last year, as well as the, the one of the reasons I'm not going is just because I feel it's too expensive for everyone, and it makes me feel a bit uncomfortable that I wouldn't, the 18 year old me, wouldn't be able to go perform or see stuff there. I oh, see. So morally, think it's. Sort of I just sort of that do. makes me feel uncomfortable. But a lot of yeah. it was just feeling that, that everywhere I went in Edinburgh. There was a memory of something, you know, mm. it was like a, I felt fossilized. I felt the fossils of my past were kind of clawing their way yeah. out of the dirt to get me. So I thought I'll take a year off. Yeah, great. Um, okay. <laughs> at least a year off. But, you know, it, but, but equally it wasn't so bad. But I think that's, you know, it, it, most, a lot of comedians are depressed and a lot of people go through, as all people are. Yeah. And, but, you know, the ADHD thing has become all, almost a sort of 
uh, almost a joke because so many comedians, so many comedians had. I know. I went up going, "Oh, this will be an interesting thing to talk about." <laughs> Every fucker at yeah. Edinburgh had ADHD. Yeah. It turns so out. there's one comedian going, yeah. "I don't have ADHD," and he's winning all the awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A comedian who Finally, doesn't have ADHD. That, that minority is <laughs> getting some support, you know. So yeah, but it's but it but equally, it's fantastic that. It's, it's it's out there because people are talking about it, which yeah, you know yeah. they wouldn't. People would have been, you know, in the in the nineties, no comedians would have talked about being depressed, or you know, it was such a. Oh, ma- would they not? Would that, it was, was no, that well, known? not no one, but it was such a macho environment, and it was yeah, such a laddie right. environment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Owen O'Neill did a fantastic show about his alcoholism. I remember in the nineties, and, right. and you know, and it was and it was generally. Amazing because it was a man <laughs> discussing his problems and his feelings. Yeah, and it re- that was one of those shows that really st- sticks with me as a brilliant Edinburgh show. But most men were just, you know, it was a it was a cock waving contest, you know. Yeah, yeah. And if you I've, didn't I've, have a I've, cock, I do you not want to get my cock out. No, yeah. I'm not interested. I'm, I, I don't, don't think anyone else wants that really. Uh, well, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens backstage. <laughs> see what happens. My mum's friends never. Did. <laughs> Your mum's friends. <laughs> Not for everybody, isn't it? Right, let's, uh, let's ask you some emergency questions. Um, can I, once, can I, I just remembered one of my mum's friends' okay. plays that we did. Yeah. And we did a Greek myth, me and my mate. We were like such a cunt. <laughs> people were, sorry, I can't say <laughs> okay, People were was, was such arseholes. We did one of like, um, Leader and the Swan or something. Right. Like, like it wasn't even like Hercules. It was like the most obscure shit. Yeah. Greek legend. And they're performing it as eight-year-olds. Oh, God, <laughs> awful, awful. Anyway, sorry, Karen. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I this thought is... that would get a better response. <laughs> <laughs> they just think you're pretentious. Yes, you? I am. Um, if, Colin, you could I'm go... i getting quite depressed. If you go no, into not. a chrysalis, like a caterpillar... A cocoon. Yeah, and dissolve, like a caterpillar does, and then turn into something else, but you can choose what you're going to emerge from the chrysalis as. What would you like to emerge from the chrysalis as? M. Bison. From M. Street Fighter 2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know that reference, but that's... Uh, I He's know the Street final Fighter. boss. Is he? And sort of what I attained... Actually, he is a bit of a Nazi, but... Yeah. Fuck it. They looked, <laughs> they looked great. Yeah, okay. Um, M. Bison. Okay. That's, that's very good. Just that top of my head, you know. Um, I forgot to record this one on my phone, so I, oh, hope, shit. It's, I hope it's... Uh, I've revealed everything. Hope it's working. Oh, did you not record it? I didn't record it either. No, I know. I forgot to say. Oh, boy. Okay. I'll fingers, come back and do it. Do a proper crossed. one in London. I can see a green thing going across at the back, so something's happening up there. Okay, great. We'll see if that goes... Uh, that's look. the emergency exit sign. <laughs> Um, what's the worst thing you've ever got stuck in that's a question I haven't asked very much a cocoon (laughs) Uh, worst thing I've got stuck in have you ever been stuck in anything have I ever been stuck in anything fuck Um, probably I I got stuck on a boat did you in Tanzania and I thought I was going to die because we, we we this guy called Captain Jimmy, <laughs> when I was doing a play in Tanzania, as we do, um, at the Tamashal Asana, which was a festival. <laughs> I was doing this, this play with Fergus, actually. That's where we first ever did a double act together. Oh, really? We were these characters called Bill and Ken, who, are, who was, we were, worked out afterwards our granddad's names, and we never even realised at the time. And also our middle names, very bizarre. Anyway, we, this, we, would, yeah, we went over to do this play in, through the drama school, and uh, through Manchester Drama School, and this... Um, yeah, this guy turned up one day. He's like, Captain Jimmy. He's all like, he kept going, lovely jubbly, like this, right? And he's like, do you want to go to Zanzibar? And we were like, yeah, sure. And he had like these laminated things. At the time, we were like, 
okay, yeah, looks legit. Do you know what I mean? But he, just, <laughs> he just laminated some pictures of Zanzibar and written Captain Jimmy on it. And then we went over on this boat and we were all like, yeah, it was pretty cool, you know. And then we, we were all kind of, uh, people were smoking weed, you know, it was all very cool in Zanzibar. <laughs> and then on the way back, we sort of realized, Captain Jimmy, we got surrounded by these like uh, the very scary policemen, you know, in, in sort of uniforms. And they got, Cap- this guy picked up Captain Jimmy and just whacked him wow. across the face twice. And Captain Jimmy was crying. And we're like, what's happening? You know? And then um, they made us sign a form that said, we can go back to Tanzania, but if we um, are drowned or captured by pirates or anything, it's nothing to do with them. You know, we sort of had to waver away our lives. Right. And then we ended up on this boat going back. And then my mate had a massive lump of weed. And he didn't know what to do, so we just ate it. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was me, but it wasn't. So he just sat there like, you know, this whole journey. Um, but, yeah. So we still got, oh, yeah, and also on the boat back. The, on the boat there is this lovely just us guys, you know, wow, wow, having a crazy time. And on the way back, it was like full. It was like the 58 bus. It was like people with TVs taking over. And the engine just cut out, and we all thought we were going to die. Wow. And we got home. And all the tutors are there, going, like, crying on the beach. <laughs> we thought you died, you know. Wow. Captain Jimmy, nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Poor was guy. his story. So he, just, he was just like a... Running an illegal ferry. He, he was just like making up a, 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 a sort of tourist package, yeah, yeah. but it was, yeah, yeah. Wow. Very dangerous. That's good. Very exciting. <laughs> I haven't done anything like that since, and I never will. What's the worst thing that's got stuck in you? <laughs> uh, well, is a pile stuck in you? It's not stuck in you, is it? It's coming exactly. out of you. Yeah, it's sort of coming out. That's... Uh, I did once accidentally finger myself, and no one believes me. <laughs> Have you never done that? I sort of put it on Twitter going, oh, this would be funny. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone was... But, but like, I, I said, like, you know, I was, I was just washing... My, why am I talking about this? <laughs> it really wasn't the question, was, but I'm very happy to watch, have the answer. In a nutshell, I was watching my, washing my asshole, my yeah. finger slipped right out there. Yeah, okay. And it was fine. Yeah, nice. I didn't love it. Okay. I didn't hate it. Okay. <laughs> it's a gateway drug. It wasn't stuck in me, it came straight yeah, it came out. Straight yeah, straight out. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be embarrassing to have to go to hospital with your finger Your own in finger your, yeah. your You'd have to have a massive <laughs> finger. <laughs> or, a tiny, cute, or a tiny, tiny anus. Yeah, yeah. Tiny anus. I regret all of that, what I just said. I'm not taking it out for any money in the world. But on, on Twitter, everyone was like, oh, yeah, likely story. And I'm like, why would I tell you if, like, I wouldn't go, yeah, I'm fingering my arsehole. Oh, shit. I better put on Twitter that it was a mistake. <laughs> oh, otherwise, they'll know. I mean, any uh, show of hands who's fingered their own arsehole accidentally? You lie. Why'd you lie? Um, well, while we're in this arena, I'll ask a classic uh, question that I haven't asked mm-hmm. for a little while. This is for the, the people of Tottenham will be very excited about this. Would you rather date a man who was a six-foot-tall penis? Who was a six-foot-tall? Yeah, who was literally like a six, his whole... He's just, he's just a penis. Eyes? Uh, he would have eyes in there. One big eye. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have a face. Oh. I think he'd have a face okay. on, his, ha- a on face. his helmet. On his helmet. Okay. Or a man who, instead of having a penis, had a tiny man there. There, there was a Do I have to? Am I? Am I fucking these guys? Well, you're dating them. I can't. You know, I, I'm. You know, you have to we'll see how it goes. Wandering. Yeah. Maybe, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, a man. So a man, no penis, but a t- is the There's tiny, tiny man man's attached? Him again. 
Like, oh, no, it's a different man. Is it you? <laughs> no, it's not. It can be me if you want. Is it Paul Foot? <laughs> you want to be me? <laughs> if it was Paul Foot, uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, I, well, the man with the man as a penis. Yeah. I can't date a big penis. I won't. I've okay. said it before. I'll <laughs> say right. it again. No you way. Still, I mean, you're six foot... I don't foot, care how much... <laughs> you're six foot one. fancy restaurant it takes me to. You're six foot one, so you're one, you'd be one inch taller than the six foot tall penis, so you'd yeah. still be the taller of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's what, you're worried, if that's what you were worried about. <laughs> Does it have the balls attached? I think so. I think they would just Does be Does it balls. slither along the yeah, floor? Yeah, it definitely slivers. Like a boa... It's not jumping at you. No, I don't it's think it bounces. I think, I think it slithers. So, it's, it's actually, slithers. so it doesn't matter, it's six foot, it's just there. <laughs> on the floor. All right. I'm not dating that, Richard. Okay. Well, we've no all found out way. about your... No way. We've all found out about your prejudices. That is mm. fine. We'll go, back. we'll go back to talking about your career in a sec. Let me just check. Uh, there's I nothing else I want about my career. Your lovely career. Well, yeah. you've been in, you were telling me you've been in it. You've been, you, I, I saw you were in a couple of films, but you are telling me you worked on a film in South Africa. That sounded yeah. quite interesting. Do you want to tell us about that? Uh... <laughs> You don't have to? No. Uh, uh, well, but the guy will hear it. Okay. Then you Let's not. Because okay. I haven't spoken to him since. And I feel <laughs> okay. like it will break his heart. Okay. Sorry, everyone. Uh, I could tell it and you could cut it out. Uh, no, don't tell oh, We won't. Right. We won't. Let's, the people of Totten will go and tell him. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, notoriously, nice man, they're notoriously unreliable. Um, <laughs> um, all right. I'll ask. While I'm thinking of that, I'll ask you another. Um, what was the one? What was the film? Is that was that the film? Still life? Is that a different film? That you still were? life? Yeah. Tell uh, us about. Still I've life. hardly been in any films. I, all I want is film to be in yeah. films. All I wanted originally was being Shakespeare. Yeah. The Bard. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard of him. I do. I'm aware of his work. But then I ended up just doing like dressed as a woman, doing, like, <laughs> acting. You know, acting. Uh, but um. Uh, uh, what was the question? It was still, it was, there was a <laughs> film called Still Life. Oh, yes, yeah, Still Life. I am a cemetery manager. Yeah, that sounds good. I had good. one scene with Eddie Marzan. Is it Marzan? Yeah, Marzan. Marzan. Marzan, not Marzan. Who was the nicest little fellow. <laughs> um, about, no, no, he is quite little, but yeah. just the nicest, loveliest person. And I was so sort of like, oh, you know, and he just sort of like gave me this little, not a sexy wing, yeah. but just a like very, you know when someone just goes, it's all right, yeah. don't worry. And it was the nicest thing of all time. Oh. The film's great, Still Life. I highly yeah. recommend it. It's very sad. It's a man who goes to funerals where there's no one to go to the funeral. Okay. So his job is to go to all these funerals. Oh, right, cool. Sounds fun, doesn't it? Yeah, it does sound uh, fun. But it was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a bit like uh, my friend Evie King's written a book about... She's the lady from... Uh, she's been on the um, Book Club podcast. Uh, she's written a book about being the person who organises funerals for people who can't afford to pay for them and that sort of thing. It's right. for the council. It's a beautiful book. Do uh, It's called... That is... Ashes to Admin, it's called. It's oh, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. And Watch Still Life. Is yeah, watch yeah. that as well. And do you know what? I remember going for the screening, right? And the director was like this Italian man who was very cool but quite wild and crazy. And he sort of got up and went, I have ruined this film. <laughs> like that, in front, before it started. Right. He went, I have torn it to pieces. I have... Uh, this Italian accent is not good. I get that. <laughs> I have ruined this film. <laughs> you know, or whatever. I don't know. All right. Don't come at me. Uh, but I have ruined this film, you know. And he, he, I've ruined this film. And, and, and then sat down and went, and here's the film. <laughs> it was so weird. And then we all just watched it, and it was great, you know. But he just had this, like, he thought he just destroyed it. I think it was maybe because some people were cut out of it. Yeah. I wasn't, weirdly, because I did not <laughs> think I was great in it. But, um, uh, and I think he just wanted to say, sorry, you're not in the film. Uh -huh. So, But it was a very, like, a, 
It's like he was having a breakdown in front of us, and then we just all watched the film. It anyway. feels like films, are, their movies are like the, you know, they're very unpredictable. Like given how much money gets put into them, yeah, it feels like like they shoot a lot of stuff and and then they edit it and change it into a different thing, and it changes it. Go, it feels the most sort of precarious of art forms, oh unless you unless you're really an author of who you know who controls absolutely everything. But and when even you then, watch them, you think, how did any, how did this get made? How yeah. did you achieve this? Yeah. Like, it seems massive, and there's so many people involved. How, did, how is this not shit out yeah. anything, you know? Yeah, um, a lot of yeah. them are shit. A lot of, some films are shit. Some films are excellent. Really bad. Some of them are good. I can't reference Paul Foot because it's in the future, but I when know, listen I to know, Paul I realise that. Listen to Paul Foot in a few weeks. Fucking funny as he does not. He doesn't like. He doesn't like films. He does not like. Does films. not. Um, so what was it like having done this Alan Partridge impression in one of your early jobs to work on the Alan Partridge Oh, just show. the weirdest thing. Uh, because just when I got there, I'd never met him. Do you know Steve? I know him quite well. Do you? Yes. Well, he was he was in like one of the first Edinburgh shows we we did together, and he oh, did and you? We wrote one on the hours. Still sort of. I was. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, we, yeah. we don't see each other, but you know, I don't yeah. see any of my friends. No, so. fair, neither do I. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a horrible feeling, but uh, no. But I, um, yeah, it was just bizarre to walk in and uh, onto the studio, and there he was in full staff, you know, yeah. in, in his wig. It is a wig. I never even clocked it was a wig. It's right. just so stupid because his actual hair is completely sort of sure, like yours, yeah. or, or it was. Yeah. He came out of the, the, the dressing room and he, I saw his real hair and I had no idea who it was because it seems to be about here. Right. <laughs> he looked like a sort of witch. It was written like grey. And I was like, who's that? Oh, Steve. You know? But yeah, just to see him on there is incredible. Yeah. Um, and he went to the same drama school as me, Manchester Man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he talks a bit about that, you know. But yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I just all the and things like that, I just hope I'm not shit, you know. Yes. I hope I'm doing okay. I think you're doing okay. I think the fact that you, they keep asking you back to do other yeah. stuff, I think that means you're cool. doing okay. Great, thank you. That's why I, I mean, came it's, on you know, this it's podcast. like, it's re- yeah. there's, you're one of those people, you know, obviously I know you've been in lots of stuff and I've seen you every now and again in things, but you are, you know, it's to see someone who, who you go, oh God, you're actually in like 50% of, of the good shows that have been out yeah. in the last 10 years, you know. So it's, even if it's just one part in one episode... It's just popping up. It's still, like, a, it looks, like, incredibly impressive uh, on, on a CV. So I hope you yeah. feel that it's, you know... It's, it's interesting to see know. that it's, you're feeling insecure about it. Yeah, I think everyone yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've, you should be thinking, but this is... I've, this I've is really great. come to realise how much... I never thought this, but I've really come to realise how much just performing live... You know, maybe it's from doing an amount. How much it means to me? Yeah. Because although I always just wanted to be on telly and be in these things and stuff, and then you do it and it's it's great, but it's like on set I'm so it's scared and nervous. Yeah. And not always. Often I've got much better, but only and Ricky was really helpful with that because he, he is so like you know just do whatever. Yeah. You know, but it's like being on stage when you're when you're. I think, you know, but I, I still feel that about acting. I mean, I don't do yeah. very much. I don't do anywhere near as much acting as you, but I, right. I was always very self-conscious about it. And then you think, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to be shit and everyone else knows what they're doing. Yeah. I think, A, most people are thinking that. And I yeah. bet there are some people who like to make you feel like that, I think, in order to make themselves feel. But there's, Yeah, there's I don't think anyone's ever been a, a dick like no. that, you know. But, uh, but it is, you know, it is... When when I've done well with acting, I've realised it's about just getting into it and being. You've done well with acting. When I've done when, when I was feel, that? I'd love when to I see feel that. I've done something good. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> I'll show you backstage. It's yeah, very sure, sure. It's one it. scene in. Yeah. You know, there's a few things I've done. I thought, oh, good, I was the yeah. best person for that yeah, to yeah. do that. I mean, they're not meant. They, you know, I don't think I'm a fantastic actor, but I'd love to do more actually. And I've always, and I actually just put my, you know, I would when I started, I wanted to do acting more than anything. Really. Was it? Oh, yeah, right. and I was, you know, I did a lot of acting at college, and I was yeah. good. 
and then I really lost my confidence with it right. to the point that you would go, people, you know, directors would go, oh, are you, are you interested in doing an acting? I'd go, oh, no, no, you know, and I go, my wife would go, why did you say you don't want to act? You do want to act? Go, oh, right, right yeah, go, no, oh. nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, like five or ten years ago. So, it, it, you know, it doesn't, when it comes up, it's nice, and I wouldn't like to do it all the time because I think it's quite a boring job. A lot of it is yeah. quite boring. If you do it all surprising. the time. A lot of it is sitting around. Like yeah. when we did that Red Dwarf, I was in it for like one second. Right. We were sat in this airless room for 10 hours yeah. while they were like rewriting the scripts and all that right. stuff, you know, and it was, it was horrendous. Yeah. And it was like, um, so a lot of it does get like that. And I guess you've got to be someone who, again, like with the stand-up thing, you've got to really believe in yourself yeah. and really kind of like, you know, uh, and that's the thing also. I think there's very much two types of actors. They're the actors who look fantastic and they're in touch with their emotions in such a way, and it's only now realised I'm neurodiverse, you know, and, and I am looking into autism at the minute, you know, because yeah. within my family, people have been, and I don't, I don't like to say that because I haven't had diagnosis exactly, but you know, but it's like I'm sort of realised how, how I, when I act, I see someone else and then sort of like become them, sort yeah. of step into them, and I can't, and I've realised that a lot of actors aren't doing that. They're okay. they're finding their own emotions and becoming this thing. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. But then yeah. that's. You but know, it's still a valid form of acting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it may yeah, be yeah. More valid. But I feel like if I'm doing like a big, you know, like the Ken, the character in um, in Afterlife, so big and I, and it looks great. When I see it, I'm like, yes, that looks how I thought it would look. But most things, I look back and I go, I look so weird because <laughs> I'm sort of not sure who I am and yeah. I'm being this weird. Yeah. approximation of a human. <laughs> you know but I think, you know, you are much bad, more critical of yourself. When Guys, you, you mind going? When you do you, I just want to chat it's to okay, Richard. This is all, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happens at... Uh, <laughs> this is what happens, Five to it? ten. Oh, I mean, God, it's doesn't so matter. late. Everyone, they're all going to sleep anyway. It's fine. Yeah. It's all right. It's nice to have a little sleep sometimes. It's you know, good content. When you're, when it's good you're, content. When you're a parent, it's nice, mm. isn't it, when you go out and, and you just think, oh, sometimes I went to the cinema when my kids were like two or three. Yeah. Just had a really lovely sleep while oh, they watched wonderful. the film. It was just the wonderful. best. It was the yeah. best sleep. Just go. You, drift, you wouldn't try to sleep. You just drift off, like, and then you oh, then you'd wake up and go, "Oh, that was so nice." Lovely. Yeah, yeah. Little yeah. Afternoon yeah. A lot of my performances are like that. Actually, <laughs> a lot of them go that way. <laughs> so look, we're gonna have to wrap up. But uh, is there anything coming up? Is there that you want to? promote or uh, mention? Well, there's a few things of me being an actor. And I, <laughs> as I say in this now, I realise it's a terrible thing to say for casting directors to hear. <laughs> I don't think I'm very good at acting. But no, no. You but are I, I, really, I know, thank you. So I have a thing called Black Ops at the minute, which is really good oh, yes, fun. Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes. I, I, it's a great series. And the thing called The Flat Share is out at the minute. Um, uh, I did a little bit in Horse Face. That was really good fun. Okay. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that. Oh, fuck, I think everyone knows. But uh, not everyone knows a minute, but everyone knows yeah. it's coming. But, um, and uh, I've got a couple of podcasts. Anna Mann, I'm c- bringing her back <laughs> okay. on a podcast. You heard it here first. A <laughs> uh, thing that I think I'm going to call Ask Anna. Okay. And then I'm doing a thing as Colin. This is an ADHD thing. One or both of these won't happen. But uh, <laughs> at the minute, they're going to be amazing. Uh, but the other one I'm doing is going to be called Into the Neuroverse. And it's going to be me looking at neurodiversity Fantastic. through my own wonderful mind. Good. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so look out for those when they come out. We will In do. one month. Great. Hold me to that. I will hold, hold, to hold that. you to it. Okay. Definitely oh, look, it's lovely. really lovely to see you, and I'm glad you're doing so well. Thanks, and, you, you know, too. And, and well done all your honesty about everything you've been going through as well. Give it up for the amazing. Colin Holt, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you to everyone here uh, for having us at Hangar Farms. I'll be through there in a sec. You have been listening to Rahalastafa with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Colin Holt. 
He doesn't clean his pans, but he's got a good reason. So now I can't take the piss out of him anymore. Thank you to Scant Regard for doing the music. I'm indebted to Chris Evans, not that one, as usual. No, not that one either. No, not that one. Not that one. It's the one from GoFusters one. Thank you to everyone at Hangar Farm Arts Centre for being so lovely and to all the audiences from all of these shows that we always do for coming to see us live. That's very kind of you. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFusterStrike.com production. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skide af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. 